When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. I'm in kind of a state of post-traumatic shock after the, oh, you know, diabolical, cretinous, useless, embarrassing performance in the Carabao Cup final against Manchester City. But thank God we've got this podcast to say what we think about it. Psychic Josh is here. It's like therapy, really. It is therapy, it? yeah. Cheaper, um, probably, as well. Cheaper, yeah. Definitely, for everyone. It's free for everyone. Um, Andrew Dickens is here from out of Shortlist magazine. Hello. Were you there yesterday? I was. Yeah. yeah. Alan Alga is here. He was also there yesterday, I know. I was indeed, yeah. The legend, the man himself, the Alga. Currently quaffing on a, a, a Pret-a-Manger smoked salmon salad. Quaffing? Is that the word you've used for that? I'm not sure um, if you quaff solid no, food. you're right, like champagne. Yeah, yeah. quaff is for a liquid, I think. Well, he has got an Scoffing. orange juice, but that doesn't feel appropriate to say quaff orange juice. He's got salt and vinegar crisps, smoked salmon uh, sandwich, and, um, and an orange juice. Is this one of your diversionary tactics again? Yeah, why am I the only one? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I have to say, I'm not sure this diversionary tactic, this is, is quite as scintillating as you might imagine. Um, how was your pre-match, though, boy? Pre-match, well, the highlight, yeah. by far the highlight of the whole day for me was a lovely pre-match meal at the Ivy Cafe in St. John's Wood. Lovely. Delicious. And then afterwards, we actually convened afterwards for a post-match little, little semi-dinner um, in Harry Thingy on St. John's Wood as well. You know, like the Jewish kind of restaurant. For, Foreman, was it? Was no, what's it called? Uh, anyway. Um, what do you mean? Yeah, the you know what I mean. Harry Thingy's. No, I had uh, macaroni cheese and some latkes. People, there was salt beef on the table, though. Donut orders and salt beef. Mm. Um, and the other highlight was I need to go to the toilet so badly after like, we drank, you know, drinking wine, we drank quite a lot at lunchtime. Yeah. And then I didn't go to the toilet at the IV. I waited and I was desperate when I got to Wembley. And that, and we all we were all a bit desperate. And we all said, like, that could be the highlight of the day. But- Urinating <laughs> and getting that out of our system before the game. And sure enough, it was the highlight of the day. 
Andrew, where to start? The other thing is, so would, oh, Dermot was Dermot. Dermot was we talking about, you know, where do we begin with this podcast today? Because there's so much. There's so many elements of the shambles. It's such an omni shambles. There's so many different, like depressing elements of it. You're looking at me like I'm mm-hmm. wrong. No, no, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just listening to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where to start? So maybe I thought we'd start with. Um, there was one interesting. So one, I think it was in the Guardian, or one journalist wrote a thing saying that in the first half. Obviously, you know, they were, it was their worst performance of the season. Man City's worst performance of the season, pretty much. And that, you know, if we hadn't, if they hadn't scored that goal, and if we had scored that, the chance we had really early on from Aubameyang, things could have been so different. But, and yet, everything that followed after that was so classically Arsenal that it sums up everything that's wrong with us. What, what, what's your feeling about that? Like, you know, things could have been a little bit different, like in that kind of, you know, obviously, if we'd scored sliding first, doors way. No, but if we had scored first, things would have been different. I mean, we, we would have got more confident. A bit like the Chelsea final, you know, it was we we could might have got a bit more confident because we didn't look great. I mean, City weren't playing very well, but it's not like we were at our best either. You know, we look nervous. Both teams look nervous. So I think had we scored that, then you don't know. You know, yeah. City are capable of conceding goals, um, and yeah, and if if it had gone in at one nil to us or one all, even it might have been a bit different. Um, but then the second half, dear God. Yeah, the second half. Sorry, I'm just a little flashback then. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second half was just horrible. It was just the fact that even when we conceded the second goal and even the third goal, it was just a lack of, I don't know if it's ability or mentality or what it was to actually just try and respond in some way. You know, yeah. there was no there was no peppering the goal. There was no bombing forward. I mean, I, I said to the person next to me, I said that you might as well lose 7-0 or 3-0. So I sort of... Yeah, I don't know. Point, I, I, found back more, I thought once it got to three, City kind of retreated slightly, and Arsenal were kind of going, "Well, okay, no more." You know, there was kind of a, a mercy element almost. It felt for the last twenty minutes the way that it was played out. Did you say to the end, Alan? Uh, I was just saying to Boyd earlier um, when it got to three nil, my son Matthew very unusually said, "I want to go." Really? Uh, he would usually stay to the end and clap them. Just and, to clarify, uh, he wasn't the kid on TV. No, he wasn't. No, no, he's much older. Although he did cry at the Birmingham one when he was uh, about that age, so I did have sympathy. For, oh, we all uh, cried at that one. The kid we saw. Yeah, interesting. Exactly. Two, two people um, message saying they know who that kid is. Oh God, really? That yeah. was all right. Well, I hope so. It's very unfair. I agree with the people that someone Amy Lawrence. Amy Lawrence, yeah. Right. So, yeah, they shouldn't. It's, I do think showing kids in the state. You're not allowed. One of the rules of journalism is interesting, isn't it? I'm trying to mm. know. You're not allowed to print any picture of children in a magazine or newspaper yeah. in a state of distress. I don't see why you should be allowed to on show them on TV. Yeah. It's, it is weird. No, anyway, sorry. sorry, carry on. Hopefully, someone's going to be fired or something. Let me just yeah. say, before Alan carries on, I've totally forgotten to mention, of course, that we are back for the season by Labrooks, Josh, as I'm sure you're aware. And um, if you go to bet.arsenalpodcast.net, you'll get exclusive specials and promotions that we have got lined up for you. Alan, carry on. I took a bite of the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'll come to you. Sandwich mid-sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah. Oh, me, uh, while you're chewing the sandwich. I'll you, no, no, oh, it's on. fine. It's fine. You I'm left back. early. I'm back. Your son... Well, he's, he said, so I'm going to leave early. Late. I said, no, you never, you, know, you never do that. And I said, look, we're, we're going to see it. We're going to clap them off. And then... Uh, I heard the announcement and coming on for Arsenal, Alex Awobi, and I just got up and said, come on, we're going. So you left at, what, 70? 77, I think it was, was it not? Or something like that, yeah. Hmm. I lasted till 91. I did leave. 91? Yeah, two, two minutes job. earlier, sort of like missed the last minute and a half. You lasted until the referee 
famously only gave three minutes of um, added time, which Wenger complained about. This is for me. It uh, is strange. I mean, many, many things. Right? So for me, many things happened on, on um, Sunday to kind of show everything that's wrong about Arsenal and him now as a manager. And one of the many for him was you're complaining about not being given another minute at the end of one of the most diabolical, embarrassing performances yeah. of recent times, what what is in going on in your mind that that is the issue that you're worrying there, about right now? You're you right. Utter, there was <laughs> utter lunatic. There are so many things. It's almost good for him because you don't know which one to focus on. Right. And that's what I was saying to you earlier. I, 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 you know, I'm reading this JFK book at the moment, and it's quite obviously it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. It was a conspiracy. But there are so many reasons why it was a conspiracy that that you just get lost in it. And there's so many reasons why Arsene Wenger is at fault for yesterday, but there are so many you get lost in actually picking which one is your best horse. Yeah, Andrew, you're a sensible. You're you're like I feel you I always. I feel you're like the voice of reason. Anyways, you're not. You know, you're not ferociously kind of critical. When, when I've not been drinking, of the manager yeah. right, when you're drinking. So, do you think am I, am I being unfair when I say that for me? I, I thought the team before the match. I didn't. I announced the team to our gang when we were at lunch, and I said the words Callum Chambers, and I think there was general shock at that selection. What would you have done? I would have. I think we played the back, the back four has played quite well as a back four recently, but just to throw in Callum Chambers in a back five, I think I'm right in saying he hasn't played in well, that. We were with playing these. with a back, you know, three centre backs until about a month ago for quite for quite some time. Yeah, right? but then he changed it. And then and that's really? been kind of all right-ish. But then he changed it back again against the best attacking team in the country. I, I you might, I and you throw, Callum, you throw order. young Callum Chambers in, who's been not of one of our main eighteen players, into a back five. Well, someone has to has play. Can I, just, can I just say one? Well, they didn't have to play him. Well, if you wanted to do a back three, which I think a lot of people were predicting, so that's a good way to <laughs> sort of combat you know, Man City. There's, there's one reason why the back three just doesn't work. You saw it with the first goal. What you'll find is if you've got two centre-backs in the middle of a four, one will go in front of the striker, one will go behind when you're defending against kicks like that. You won't be strung out in a three because you need to just focus on the wide areas. And that's exactly why Mustafi gets caught. Yeah, I mean, nearly every sort of uh, defensive playbook is one go in front, one go behind. Can, um, I, can I go in with the voice of reason? Yes. Here, right? Yes. And I, I didn't mind the team selection. It's like, you know, figures can't be choosers sometimes. And, and it, it wasn't the worst. I know what you mean about the... the two versus three defenders but at the same time that wasn't the reason why they scored it wasn't there being two other central defenders that Mustafi stood there complaining he had a little tickle in the back do you know what I mean that wasn't it wasn't tactics team selection had nothing to do with that first goal being conceded it was a massive hoof up front I mean if all the goals to concede against Man City you know Claudio Bravo gets an assist so I didn't mind the team selection I, I probably would have preferred four at the back and I probably would have preferred El Nenny in midfield. To yes, be honest. yeah, that was what, bit, when Josh said to me, "Would you?" Pick, I would have picked El Nenny. Yeah, yeah. In, front of, of, in front of the yeah. Back and four. if you're going to play no, three at the back, of about instead of I'm playing three at the back, I'm, which he'd played recently and it worked quite well. Actually, I would have gone for maybe Monreal in the back three and Klasnach, but then he was awful against Ostersund, so. It was like I don't know. It, it, it was yeah. He's no. Going I, I think which, whichever team we picked, it would have been criticised. I think yeah, and I agree with that point entirely. But for the first fifty minutes of that game, I think City had one shot on target, and it was a goal. And it's a strange goal. You don't, you shouldn't see a goal like Manchester City scored. And you know, 
Mustafi has to take huge personal responsibility for the way he's one on the wrong side, two reacts like a, a, a feeble child, as I think one of the journalists wrote today. And even then, is there the option? I know Alan's mentioned about if you have two centre backs, one will cover. But you know, there's two other options for people reacting to seeing that. Mes- but that, they're too that, uh, wide because the- we're playing in a three. Look, possibly I could position him a bit better, but you've got to say for that first half, he didn't get it that far wrong, Wenger, in terms of in terms of that team restricting City, who are an unbelievable side, the best probably in Premier League history, to restricting them to one shot on target for 50 minutes. Unfortunately, the heads just went as soon as the second goal went in, okay, but, which was poor, but, but it went. That doesn't answer why we had three or four very, well, in terms of position, good free kicks that we absolutely wasted. We're taking corners that are going off for throws the other end of the pitch. All of this is just basic, basic stuff that should be worked on on the training ground. We take, I mean, our commitment to taking abysmal corners has been incredible because every time you think that is the worst corner I've ever seen, <laughs> we suddenly come up with we another have scored, one. Scored, you know, was it Everton or you know one of these home? We just scored, yeah, against from the corners. I would say also there was definitely one free kick which looked terrible and went, I think, straight out of play. But they were obviously trying to work on something. The way that the runs were. So, obviously, trying something a little bit different to catch City out. Uh, yeah, the corner that went off for a throw in is, is obviously not ideal. I, I don't know. I, the, the, I, I'm all for going in on the team for the way they sort of caved in once the, once the second goal went in. And, you know, there's. But there's. I don't know. I feel that he got the team pretty much right. There's a terrible defensive error from an experienced centre back. The second goal, I've got no idea why no one's picking up. And again, on another day, maybe you get offside. The third goal, Callum Chambers gets rolled by, you know, by David Silva in a way that an experienced centre back shouldn't. And you know, we were pathetic for we, the last twenty minutes. It's all, it's all in our heads. I swear, like the the players are not that bad. We've got some talented players, but it's all in there. It's Mustafi, you know, complaining about that. You know, if you, if you get a nudge, you think you've been fouled. At least try and go yeah, back and rectify course. it. Those corners and free kicks. I know what you mean. But we're not normally that bad on that consistently bad anyway. And it looked like it was almost nervous taking a free kick or taking a, a corner. Was it Xhaka was probably the worst. Yeah, why, why, hey, why is Xhaka you know, taking free yeah. kicks at corners? He is, I mean, what is going yeah. on there? It's, I like, it's, it's almost like, a, I think it's a nervous thing. I think, you no, know, the team came out, They, they, they apart from maybe Wilshire and Ramsey, and, and Bellerin was all right. He was at least trying to get forward. A little bit. There just seemed to be like this this nervousness, and, and and it's crippling. And I and it's and I think that's a, a coaching problem. I think there's there's belief has been drained out of some pretty talented players. Mm. Well, I don't think I, the reason why I criticise the um, selection. I'm not going to go on and on about it. I just it's stop, every, every single step of the way. It's it's how it goes back to the coaching and, and the and the manager. Every single step of the way, you know. If you compare it to them, to, to City. So City had, as, as I said, you know, City were pretty poor in the first half. He thought they were nervous. You know, Pep Guardiola said they were nervous rather than giving credit to us for closing them down, which I don't think we really... It was kind of two nervous, fairly nervy teams. Mm. But even then, they still <laughs> looked better than us. And obviously in the second half, it kept, became completely the embarrassment. But at least with them, you watch them and they, even when they're nervous and not playing well, anywhere near their capacity, they still have a system. They, have they know a t- what to do. They know, they all know what to do. They're all doing something that makes footballing sense. For me, the, from the first second of that game, and I was, you know, watch, I had a brilliant seat on the halfway line, thanks to Dermot, 
And I was like, what, what is, what is, what are they supposed to be doing? What is, you know, I just couldn't fathom, like, every, after two yeah. seconds of us getting the ball, they got it off us throughout the whole game. We just, half the time, some of the time we pressed a bit, some of the time we let them play in front of, play, playing around, kick it around. Um, it was extraordinary. And I was going to read out, and w- when you see that first goal is so telling, so... He Mustafi complains to the referee about the foul, the, as you say, the tickle, as you quite <laughs> rightly called it. Wenger's doing his nut on the sideline complaining about it. Today, Jack Wilshere's put out his Instagram statement saying it was a foul. I mean, if was, all I of thought, these people... I thought he was more complaining. He just said some decisions. I'm thinking possibly the foul's on him. I'll read you. Fernandinho could have got sent off. Easy. I mean, there are things that, you know... I'll you, read you. talk about sliding is... doors, but on another day... You know, that, that uh, decision you get, you know, they don't score the first goal. Bamiyan's got a huge chance. Fernandinho could get sent off for two yellows. It, it just, everything went against us. No, no, no. Everything went, no, no, no. This is the problem. This is the mindset. Everything did not go against us. We were terrible. We were Our mindset yeah. was awful and embarrassing. And it all comes from the players not taking responsibility. If, if Mustafi oh, thinks he's been a... fouled at that moment... That is insane. Now, what other central defender? You can imagine any other central defender collapsing, uh, mentally no. collapsing at that moment, complaining to the referee rather than doing his job, and then being backed up by the manager on the sidelines, complaining for the next ten minutes. They, so everyone would appeal and today, for that, but most Jack would Wilshire react and complaining try and get... still. Just let me read out what Jack Wilshere says here. Hard to put into words my emotions about yesterday. City are a good team. I mean, you know. Yeah, and deserve to win yesterday. A lot of people had their say on us, and we have to accept criticism when we lose. That being said, I can't accept some of the decisions that went against us yesterday. Whatever you say about the first goal, it's a foul. Now, it's just not. Did it, is he like, are they all living in this world where they take no attention to every single professional footballer apart from like the Arsenal team and manager? No one else in the world thinks it was a foul. What, I don't so know about what, no one. You're immediately like, what are you talking about? Why are you all backing each other up in this well, fantasy well, of not taking responsibility? Well, the squad he don't know the on... rules anyway, do they? Because, I mean, the forest offside, you know, the, the, remember the forest yeah. offside yeah. where they did they yeah. forgot the offside rule? Yeah. Hang on. Look. Then he says the second goal's offside. You know, I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> Look, you can't deny that in a different day, that gets given as a free kick. Those, against... They don't get given now, those. They just don't. It could they be. I, I, will, I do not have time to sit through archives of the entire season, but you will find an identical situation where it will be given. And likewise, where, you know, you could have been given, I think, was it Sana who could have been given offside where he was, you know, he was arguably interfering. I'm not saying it. I don't think it was a free kick. I don't think you would have given offside. But you could have you a mean... day where things go for you and, and they didn't. My point is... It's the self-fulfilling. I don't agree with the statement. I don't see the the point. Senior, the senior makes themselves feel better. Yeah, does they? Right, we're all arguing. We're not necessarily arguing about decisions, but you know how things could have gone. Are you surprised that the VAR wasn't used? Well, in the first goal, I don't know if you saw it. The the um, the nudge, the nudge incident, Hmm. because Mustafi was complaining so much to the referee, and Wenger was doing his nut on the sideline. I think I did see the referee going to his ear and like at least listening, and I'm presumably he was immediately told by the the VAR person. Of course, it's a goal. There wasn't a foul at all, and that yeah. was it. So I think in a sense it kind of was from that point of mm. view. Um, and I, I did see he was definitely not listening to the you know whoever the other the, 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 whoever's watching it for, for him. So I just think it wasn't. I, I wasn't surprised it wasn't used at all. No. I was almost more surprised that, that these we couldn't. We were watching it. We had a brilliant view, and we were all going, "What is he complaining about?" For yeah, the first that's exactly everyone like, around me. Would, f- that's exactly what are they complaining what, about? What are you complaining about? Get on with it. Yeah. There was no it was, chance you know, it was, and a it was foul. That was 
it's like what they what but the mindset is so clear that if you're not going to take responsibility I, I'm amazed that Jack Jack will Jack Jack Wilshire put out that statement I, you think yeah. of him as one of the you know the stronger one of the better player performances yesterday at least you know he seemed to be trying but actually it wasn't a great I mean you know it wasn't brilliant either I mean, but I just think it's so embarrassing that the senior players, the manager... That's can't what it take is. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And it's indicative of everything about us. We yeah. don't take responsibility on any level. The complacency against Ostersons, that was, you know, that is embarrassing. But, but my, my issue with this is, is that Mustafi has probably come off the pitch at half-time and Wenger has indulged right. exactly. that so foul exactly. rather than saying, what the hell are you right. doing? Exactly. And that, that, so where do you begin? That's why. Yeah. That's why it's a problem. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. That's what I'm trying uh, to say. Yeah. Yeah. You can imagine Pep, I can't imagine Pep Guardiola, you know, in that or, you know, any other he, senior he manager endorsing. In, yeah, but there's a difference between backing up your players. And, I'm saying in private, Josh. In private, yeah, in we private. don't would have indulged him. You don't know him. that. You don't he know that. Done, he wouldn't have done his nuts for so long at the we side if he this. didn't have endorsed the ridiculous idea that was a He'll foul. be in the next team. He'll be in the next squad. Nothing will happen. Fine, but we don't know what he said Yeah, but you don't drop time. a player after one mistake, though. No, he doesn't. I mean, he, no, but, he but doesn't, he does. doesn't drop well, No, no bring, sensible you're, manager you're, you're does. He doesn't Holding? after 10, so, you know. You want to bring on Rob Holding for the next few games? To well, no, no, but we no got. there is no consequence. There's no consequence to doing any of these things. There's no consequence to Mesut Ozil just scrolling around because, you know, he doesn't care. And, and, uh, and the, the, the only reason he's signed an extension is probably nobody wanted him because people pay more attention to football than some little skill set video that shows, yes, he's an incredibly talented, world-class talent, but it's more, it's, there's more to football than that. And that's exactly why he's signed on, because nobody would have wanted him. I, I can't agree that no, no one in world football well, wants, why didn't anybody wants come Meza in? Ozil. There's plenty of teams Again, we, out there with lots of money. Don't know. More I money than we've got. They tested our resolve on lots of I other players. I think there probably aren't that many teams that are better than us that have got the financial resource. But it doesn't mean he's not a good player. It doesn't mean like... No, I don't no, no, know. No, no. You, I was no, quite no, happy. No, no. Were you I happy when Ozil's staying? Yeah. Josh, I, now boys? I feel... But, to, but I now didn't I... say he's not a good player. He's obviously a world-class talent because you can go on to YouTube and find any compilation clips of him taking the ball out of the air with one foot and, and turning on a sixpence and when scoring great goals. In- but you have to put it in. And you have to put it in in finals like that. And he didn't. And he couldn't be bothered. And I was watching him more than most people yesterday. And he was strolling around and sulking. And don't talk to me about finance because he's one of the most expensive players on that pitch and he was one of the worst players on that I pitch. I do think he, he's getting, going to get paid disproportionately well because of the fact he's coming to the end of his contract. And therefore, if you look at what it would cost to bring in a player of his talent to the club, it makes sense to just give him a huge way. It needs to be managed, and that, and right, with reality. the right consequences I'm, I'm, to put Paul no, in But do you think, Andrew, look, I, I thought he was one of the typically, he, he was terrible yesterday. And, it, and, and I think he's been pretty poor since he signed the new contract. And I think it's depressing that, you know, you think he's, he play, he's been kind of getting better and better and better in that whole build-up, that whole period leading up to the start, signing of the new contract. And now it seems like he's reverted back to the pre, the days when, you know, like 18 months ago, when he week in, week he's out. He's done a Riziki, as he's, they say. He's kind of semi-done a Riziki. I mean, I, you know, I kind of have a lot of love for Riziki, but I just think, I don't know, maybe I'm being unfair, I, but I thought his performance yesterday was another kind of flat-pack bully against the really big team when it really matters. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't play well yesterday, but I'm not going to buy that he doesn't care. I think that's just... I didn't poor. say that. You, you, you kind of did. You did. You said he wasn't bothered, which is the same thing. Well, He's no, just he's like, personally he, not bothered to, about putting in the extra required effort. What is the extra effort? Is he just like running around like a headless chicken? I just think no, not at all. You know, not he, at pro- all. he does. He produce. had chances to close down. Forget plenty pro- of times in that game yesterday, right. and he chose not to. Okay, but he has done it in other big games, right? 
And and forget YouTube clips. You know, he ones? does produce. He was great in the final last year. You know, in the FA Cup final last year, he's done, he's done it. He's done it against Spurs at home this season. Yeah, I'm just plucking a couple out, but he does do it. And he was bad yesterday, but he was far from the only one. Yeah. That was a collective malaise out there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Also, I think you know, I'm pointing him out, and he's not. I know that you wanted to talk. Remember Gary Neville's comments. I know, and he was rightfully have a have a have a go. But there is something to accept. Okay, you're three 0 down to Man City in a cup. It doesn't matter. You have Barcelona's best team of the last. They're not coming. You know, there's a reality here. And it probably is difficult. He to... was doing it before it was three 0 No, we're talking about before it was three 0 I'm not. I don't, Gary Neville was talking. I mean, the whole the whole of the second half was 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 a disgraceful start to finish. I mean, they came out literally. They just literally thought oh, we should step up a bit now and start playing properly. And that was it. It was over. It was completely over. We didn't have. I, there was. I can't think of a minute to, to, in the second half somehow... where I felt we were playing anything like. And, what, and what Gary in Gary Neville's ran one of the one of the, one of the many important points he covered was how terrible we are now. When we're attacking, and he made the point that you know, which I've been saying for ages, that most of the time, you know, when we really we, we can't, you can't even rely on us to be playing a track. Abamyang, Abamyang so... didn't even have a, ba- a basic grasp of the offside rule yesterday, and people around me were shouting at Xhaka for, for playing the loose ball out to the left. The only reason he had to do that, I think it was sort of midway through the second half. The only reason he had to do that is Abamyang had gone two yards offside, and the previous move before that, Abamyang had gone too early and gone two yards offside. So obviously the midfielder with the ball couldn't play it through because we'd have obviously given away a free kick. So he had to play it out to the side. I mean, like little basic things like that, not knowing when to run, not knowing when the ball's well, coming. Maybe there's a bit of frustration from Abamyang after what happened with his early miss, and then there was that you know what should have been looked like a great opportunity when he went through, and somehow company, despite all his injuries and age seems to completely outpace you know our extremely pacey striker so I think he was chasing it felt like and he was, had very little to work with he was very he was very isolated I don't know how many touches he had but it can't be more than what, he was, 30 was, the whole game it was it was small I was kind of level with the penalty area in the first half that we we were attacking and he was just he was just up there on his own most of the time yeah, yeah. very detached and he was trying I so I couldn't work out I mean it's, you know the likes of us on that they didn't press but kind of wonder sometimes what were they told to do was it like you just press if you're in your own half or do you, oh. you know do you, do you drop to the halfway line and then you press Completely. do you you know do you it, it was you know if, if if a player's been told to do one thing i've got a feeling it's that like, Bamiang was told to press the kick and then the others were told to drop back for where that kick might land yeah. i think that's i think that's why because as you say there was a massive distance it's a huge gap yeah it was you know weird. whereas was you so want weird. to see the likes yeah. of Urzel in that in that gap mm. Behind him, almost in the. But Wilshire did win a couple of those when Mm. we did do that, as in like Abamyang presses it, so they're forced into a Bravo kick. Bravo kicks, and Wilshire won a couple of headers like that. And obviously, one of them goes to Aguero. I've got to say another thing. I mean, this is another problem we've had this season. That's that's the first time that teams ever played together. Yeah, right. And it's in a cup final. I know Abamyang's new, um, you know, and that probably contributed. In some ways, but you know, every time it's just like it's like a if it's not a new formation, it's a new. But that's team, my, that's why really. I, I think my, just when I mentioned the, the team selection, I thought you've got you've got to. I just don't think Wenger looks at. I don't think he sits back, you know, and looks at our better performances in recent times 
against major opposition and how we played and how he was set up and the formation all of that he just seems to think I'll pick this lot it'll, it'll be fine it'll all be fine throws him out and I, and I think, no instruction yeah. it, no and that, you no, can't say yes, he didn't George. bow yes, to man, no, what Man City no, might be by changing to a back three you know clearly it was, there was a thought process it didn't work but we've played very well against major opposition with not not with a back three and not with Callum Chambers particularly and with El Nene you know we, why not why not at least try and get a team together for the biggest game of the season against the best club with players that kind of have probably played together you know it just feels like you were happy with Wilshere and Ramsey to play that's just one that's just one so you would have still played Wilshere and Ramsey and they haven't played together in 153 games I saw just for the pot so I'm not sure if I would have played I'm not sure if I would have played you just said the only change would have been only for Chambers that's an example I've ever sit down and drop my team I'm saying I definitely would not have thrown Callum Chambers in for a start and I definitely would have played as many of the players that have played together but that's just one tiny thing the bigger picture is you watch there was no there was absolutely no sense that they were set out set out to do anything in that second mm. half and had any sense you know we got the ball and they got it off us after two seconds every this single is, moment this is of performance that second half related and you not- think you look at it and you think how can we not how, I don't think Wenger is Wenger capable this is the question the bigger question is he really capable of organising these you know some really good players to play well consistently he against never that has type been. of opposition. Never has been. And it's just it's in his now, whole managerial now, career. So what do you mean he never has been? I mean, never I mean, has I mean, been. We can't when the players did it for him. The players did it for him <laughs> in whether, the early Whether Alan's right about that or not, he clearly can't do it now. Can he, Andrew? Can, like, we can, know they did. Isn't yesterday the ultimate proof that he just cannot do it anymore? He cannot arrange the players to play well enough against that kind of team in that kind of situation. Yeah, I think, I think he's played with self-doubt to a certain extent. It's, I might be getting a little bit Freud here, no, but Freud. I think he is. A, I don't want to go full Freud. That's disgusting. Mm. Um, I it's. I, I feel like he might be sort of plagued with self doubt and he's changing his systems and and almost trying to follow what other teams are doing rather than come up with his own thoughts and his own styles and and I, I don't I don't for one minute doubt his his passion to win and his hunger and everything. But I think in terms of being able to whip a team up or motivate them or get inside their heads and 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 make them feel good about going onto a football pitch and playing attacking rough football like we used to play you know it was was good it was intense and it was a bit muscular and and okay he doesn't have the players you can't just pluck a Vieira out of thin air these days you know it's not it's not how it was his the little Scouting networks in France. I'm going to produce yeah. the same sort of um, nuggets of gold, but I just feel that it, the whole, the team, the club, and everything is just a, a, a general lack of joie de vivre. Oh, I said yeah. that really badly, yeah. but you know what I'm it's saying. A, there's know, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's me, a, yeah. a passion and Absolutely. enjoyment, and a, for me, it's a weird mixture because I, I agree with you about the self doubt. It's a weird mixture, of, and I think the self doubt is more like in indis- I don't think he can. It doesn't seem to have in his mind anymore a philosophy of how we should play this is the extraordinary thing to me like so one minute you know, and, and it's never we've always said you know he's always faced criticism that he, he doesn't deal with the, the team we're playing against but now it's like as you say he seems to have self-doubt about when we're playing a really big team in a really big situation have and, and make strange decisions and you know, it's but I think he's had too lacking many, in any clarity. He's had too many big beatings in those games. Yeah, right, so yeah. we did want him to change right. that. I'll yes, give him yes, that. That's why I'm, I'm saying. Him that, yeah. That, yeah, you know the the six the sixes at uh, Old Trafford sure. and the seven at uh, Chelsea and 
things like that. I mean, th- th- we did seven, want him to... Seven's get, at Chelsea. What was it? Six at Chelsea, was it? Six or seven? Six. What is thousand games? Six. Six. It's terrible <laughs> that we even get confused about things. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll, 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 I'll sorry, sorry, I got... I, eight I eight added one... I took one off the United. Yeah, 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 completely. Yeah, we did... going back quite a way, but... We always had a go at him for that. It was him, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but you did five it minutes him, ago. You didn't want to give him credit for the internals. Apparently, I'm he was barely there on the, the sidelines while we were no, going unbeaten. All the evidence is there that that's a fluke. Even though he signed all those players. Every single right. bit of evidence is there that that was a fluke. He signed, every, signed every one of those players. 97, 98, the players changed the tactics. That permeated through the squad in a right way to play. With the team that were favourites to win the league, in five of the next year, uh, next few years, he only won it once. And they uh, So... I mean, this reminds me. His Pist- failures happened even when we had the best squad in the league. This you know, remind- we've been odds on for the league eight times in the tw- in the last twenty one years and failed to win it. So he's had what has been called the best squad, but he's failed to take them over the line. Or oh, he didn't have it. He got what wasn't necessarily the best squad to a position where they no, no, could have been, gone on to win the league. That's what the being the favourites. Based, based on being favourites, winning the Premier League. I'm talking about 99. He was favourites in 99, the next two years afterwards. Oh, 99 was... was- Tiny margins, so tiny margins, tiny but margins. it was a two. It was before, a two horse. Before we retrace the, the entire it? history of the, no, genuinely <laughs> stand by this. There's more evidence to back me up on this than there but is. You to, need to, to write a book on it. It's like, like history A level oh, when you're amazing. given like a I'd source. Read <laughs> from I'd like, read Al- Alan Alger's um, dispassionate analysis of how it wasn't down to Wenger. Yeah, but the, <laughs> I'd read that. You'd be in a very small group of people that would no, want to go along with this theory. It'd be fascinating. I'm not. I'm not. So but anyway. I'd read it. If, if, if read it was it. the players that sorted it out, then surely Steve Bold should be working miracles right well, now. Well, that's a huge well, question. Totally how gone, Steve Bold doesn't get to do anything, does he? We'll come back to this uh, very important topic after this break. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. But what I, I want to say, I mean, we could, I, you know, we can, I don't agree with Alan about the whole history of Arsenal against Arsenal, but let me just say this. Oh, I want to say about the self-doubt. It's, I mean, it's a, this weird mixture of self-doubt and I'm going even more psychoanalytical. The, the, this ego, his ego. So I thought it was very revealing before the match when he was asked by someone about Pep Guardiola and was asked something like, you know, is, is Pep Guardiola pushing back the boundaries of coaching or something like that? I'm paraphrasing. Some, you know, you just fed the question. Basically, to, be, to say something... You nice. know, to, to think nice about Pep Guardiola, the clearly the best manager in the world. And instead of taking the opportunity to just he could have gone, uh, maybe, he could have gone, yes, he said no. No. What kind of f- a fucking egomaniac has Arsene Wenger become? And because I hate to say it. Because he disapproves of all no, the money. Finish. What was let the rest finish. of the answer? No, no, no. no. Oh, well, it just... wasn't about the money. His point wasn't about the money. He said he, he, he wouldn't admit that Pep Guardiola had been, you know, had been this great coach who's pushing back the boundaries with this team and instead he said some mealy mouth comment about well Barcelona's still doing well without him yeah. Like, yeah but he did set you know he pretty much said that and, and I just thought even if you think that you, you even if you do think genuinely you don't want to admit that Pep Guardiola's doing something really special don't just be nice just be just let your don't let your ego I think his ego has taken over so much we're now the whole club is enthralled to his ego as I've said before and I feel the mere fact that he can't see that he for all kinds of reasons this is the time to go and let someone else have a go it's just down to his ego and I think the players deep down know that can I say that on that Guardiola front is that his point was about managers in general and saying now it's it's more about player power these days and also it and, and and how obviously Barcelona have continued to win things after Guardiola left and there is another manager who also has that exact 
same theory, and that's Pochettino. So, and there's he's an egomaniac as well. I don't think it's, you know, I think it's a little bit unfair to say that Finger's an egomaniac for having an opinion on the influence of managers. At I think a club. it's just one element you know, of his egomaniac. I'm sure, I'm sure his, his, I'm sure his pride in his ego probably was pricked a little bit, but it's not an, a, you know, it's not just him. I mean, I'm, and, I'm, and, he, I'm, and there is a, there is some justification behind it. I, I, but sure, but I bet even I, I bet even Pochettino, if he'd have asked that question, wouldn't have immediately gone no. I honestly, I don't believe he would. I don't think many. I think I, I just think it was not. I just think it was. I just thought it was just lacked class and the whole thing. When, when and the reason I'm kind of making this point is like when it comes down to it, all you're left with now is the theory is the idea that what he's always had is class and intelligence. And you know he's always he hasn't, been. But that's what, another, well, this is my point. I'm making now. Myth. What really irritates me, I think he has in the no, past. He hasn't. Right. Look at but all the way he, he reacts to defeats and stupid <laughs> comments and silly really? things. He's done that for years. In and the intelligence years. line is just trotted out by journalists because they love going to his press conferences because he's going to go and talk about Barack Obama. Who gives a shit? And well, that's the first time I've sworn on this podcast. <laughs> I mean. Uh, th- we, you, you're told to believe the absolute myth that this guy is intelligent when everything he displays is lack of intelligence. You're told to believe he's classy, but every time we lose, he's not classy at all. There is a middle ground. I'm not saying he's classless, and I'm not saying he's stupid. But why do we have to get fed this and say, oh, Arsenal played, uh, Arsenal's got a great football philosophy, Arsenal play lovely football, but... Actually, they were terrible today. Oh, Arsene Wenger is so intelligent, but actually his team played pretty clueless today. You have to back it up every time with these lines. Maybe they're not true, because all the evidence points to the fact that they're not true. Well, it's definitely all the evidence points to the fact that all of those things aren't true now, I think. That's that's my, I mean, whether you agree with that or not. I can have criticism of Arsenal's performance on Sunday, not raising themselves for a cup final. In 20, whatever years we've had, 20 plus years of Arsene Wenger, there are going to be times where we can remember touchline, you know, behaviour, which, which didn't represent the class. But the idea we're totally revi- like rewriting what he has achieved and the way he has, I'm on the whole, conducted the himself. In 20, uh, if we look at any human being, tw- 20 years of career, I, I would imagine everyone we can pick out, you know, occasions where they've fallen below the, the high standards we would like to expect. But, so know, he's Wenger somewhere has, in between, as I said. He's Wenger, somewhere in between. Wenger has consistently... He's not absolute class and he's not absolute intelligence. The, the way he's, he's put a lot on a pedestal... the top of the, the, the class. But he's not. He's not. He's not. The I mean, sat- it's so clear that he's not. Do but we, what is it? I, I don't. I want to know why it's clear. I want to know why. Look! Look at the look at the look at the way he behaves. Once, you know, he said congratulations to Man City, the better team. He's going to bemoan it. You know, a couple of decisions that could have gone the way of his club on Sunday, and I, I think I'll probably have done the same. Come the end of a game, you'd probably try and highlight where the decisions could have gone with you, but you accept. Even Wilshire, you're you're bemoaning what he's done, and I wouldn't have written that statement. That comes from the manager. Yeah, that that's my point about the. Uh, it probably the, comes from his social media manager more. No, he's well, directly. I'm assuming yeah, that's the misspelling is from the shoddy grammar. I don't believe that he has his own login. I refuse to believe Jack Wilshire has been let to have his own social no, he's media. Mr. Authentic, isn't he? I think he probably does. I think. I mean, you read it. It's, 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 if, 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 deliberate, if he has a deliberate media, spelling mistake. Sorry, if he has a social media manager, he's installing some short, terrible spelling mistakes and terrible. Um, I, I, do, I don't want to, you know, I, I'm very upset. It, it's sensitive. In some ways, I feel, you know what? If we're drawn nil nil at Stamford Bridge in the away leg and drawn one all at home and gone out on away goals in the semi final, 
wouldn't have had all this fucking boo hurrah about about Sunday. You know, let's congratulate that we got to a final. You mean if we'd gone out of the competition earlier, we wouldn't. Well, yeah, it wouldn't have got anywhere near this well stick. Well, if we'd have drawn one one, in that semi final, not result based. If we'd have drawn one one in that in that semi final against. Against Josh, Chelsea at okay. home, we, got it's, it's, we didn't turn up on Sunday. Boyd's, We're very disappointed. But to sort of to say that let's you know, it's because our manager the doesn't have picture, class. Andrew, like, the bigger picture, calm down. This time last year, right? This, let's let's just look at the bigger picture. <laughs> we all were saying this. Those of us saying who what? are realistic about Arsene Wenger were saying you're going to have the same kind of situation next year with these terrible, terrible performances. The incredible inconsistency. He cannot get teams to play consistently in an intense, passionate way. Neither attacking Organized nor defence. <laughs> neither can he get working properly on a consistent basis. We've been saying this year after year after year. You people like you keep defending him. Say no, no, no. He'll sort it out. It'll be fine. We'll finish top four. We're now rooted to sixth. Sixth. We're seven points off. This seven points off from seventh. Totally going to come sixth. We're not going to win anything. We're not going to go anywhere near winning the Europa League. We're not embarrassingly not good enough. We'll probably go out to AC Milan. And and, and he spent hundreds of millions on you know the loads on one player. Aubameyang hasn't strengthened defence on midfield. It's all exactly as we all predicted. Those of us who are realistic about Vang, isn't it? What but, but, what on earth reason is there to carry on with it? We That's should the bigger question. We should so. clarify that this is. Based on yesterday's performance, not the result, yeah. Because, yeah, the performance. Yeah. Because, yeah, totally City, City spend a hell of a lot of money. We were playing, as uh, Andrew points out, there, a, a team that there just, is a link, though, just played surely. together for the first time. So all of that considered, if they'd have gone out and played to their best, as I've always said on here, all I expect is at least par for the resource that we have out on the pitch. At least par. And, yeah. it, and it was and, below and that. Good I managers ach- overachieve with their resource, and that's what makes them good managers. Okay, so it, it's performance based because that was so under resource yesterday. It was unbelievable. And that's it, it was a poor performance, but you, you also have to acknowledge, you know, it, it, it's very difficult to play, you know, very well against Man City. They they were, you know, very effective. Yeah, but it was little things. At what they were trying to do, of course, know, it was disappointing. I'm not, a, I'm not hiding the disappointing, but um, I, I think yeah. there's an element of. What, yeah, what, but what going, going, back going back to my question, point, why, why, I, do you, why would you, I, on earth would you want him to? I, I don't. I don't want him to. I wanted him to go off the cup final last year and, and go with grace, and it would have been. You know, I mean, I, the the thing that stuck in the back of my mind was that we didn't really know who would get in, and there was no infrastructure there. There was no, yeah, there's no way it could have happened smoothly and comfortably. Yeah. It, you know, it could have been horribly painful, and we could have had a, a, our David Moyes or something. I don't know, but the horror, yeah, the horror, Moyes. exactly. And let's bear, bear in mind that Man United have still not come back from that, even with Mourinho. Sure. Sure. Yeah, you know, and and I just think. But yeah, I would have liked that. Would have been a nice situation. Then he signed the contract, and I thought, well, get behind the team. Who knows? You never know. Yeah. Uh, but it's just you know, I, I think it's kind of untenable if he if we finish sixth and don't win a, a trophy, which is now has to be the Europa League. Then it's is very hard for him to make the argument that. The club's going in any way forwards. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's this no. Is, that's what I'm trying you know, to say. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's hard, and it will just the backwards. The, the atmosphere is toxic enough, right? So, and 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 this is again. It's no, sorry, not to, not toxic. Depressed. Depre- it's almost. Yeah. It's, it's it's it was toxic. Yeah, now it's, it's just now it's now flat. Kind of general flat cynicism yeah. and just tired of the whole. It's just mm. now become. It's gone from toxic to 
just exhaustion, isn't it? I've just felt exhausted and depressed. It's depressing. So it's even worse in a way because at least when the whole, when the whole kind of, when there were people comp- with mass demonstrations and there were flames flying over with messages and Wenger out was like this, at least that felt like almost like there was a passion. Now it's like we're all just resigned to 18 more months of this trudgery, drudgery, I think, trudgery. I, th- I think the guys with just... the plane did him a favour because if anything, it turned me against their right. way of protesting. Right, of course, exactly. So now they actually did Wenger a favour right. because it made people that, that were on a realistic line yeah. but also good yeah. human beings yeah. or yeah. decent human just, beings to go, yeah. I'm going to rein back because I don't want to get yeah. thrown in with them. Right. They did him a massive favour. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if we paid Completely. for both planes that day. <laughs> but even now, you know, Apart from getting David Moyes or someone, he, but you'd like any major, vaguely European, you know, youngish, younger, you know, manager, anyone. I mean, someone tweeted, I saw, we'll get one in well, 15 months. Have a manager, you know, maybe just try no manager might be better than this option <laughs> of this miserable, depressing. You've taken this podcast to a low level by suggesting we take no manager. Oh, you know, I mean, it's funny. It's, a, it's funny because it's true. It is, you know, I mean, I'm not saying literally true. I'm saying people are t- saying this kind of thing now as a way of expressing their utter level of misery. Because, and it all coming down from him, Josh. How, what positivity can you take from the situation? It's a bit, it's like why Brexit. would you want him to not? Why would you not want him to go and let someone else have a go? Anyone? Do you know? Well, we're Brexit. To Brexit. We are Brexit. Oh, because no, like everyone was really passionate about it yeah. a year or so ago, yeah. and everyone just wants yeah. it over and done with. Absolutely. And in one way or another, it is going to be over and done with in <laughs> 2019. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh God. But we have to wait that what long. We become. And it's they were talking about, you're talking about a No Deal Brexit. Yeah, I am. I'm, I can't oh, bear it anymore. Honestly, what's going to go first? Even, membership in the EU yeah. or Arsene Wenger from Arsenal. I apologise to listeners. For, like, I feel like you know I'm getting high pitched and angry over the same thing year week after. But it's like, what other option is there? And so I, my, I my did listen in the is, gym the other day to an old podcast. Oh, just just you? to go back, I went back three years to when Monaco beats us oh. uh, at home in the Champions League, and um, we were sort of saying, well, Hector Bellerin had got thrown in for this game, and it wasn't you know it wasn't yeah. quite good enough. The whole thing is scarily predictable. But I, right, I would even, say this. Like, I would say this is possibly the first year. Go, Josh, we will in fifteen months. We will in fifteen months. Fifteen months. It's a that lifetime. Do we get you a little calendar with like four hundred ninety-eight days? I'd rather you put me in deep freeze. So I can wake up in fifteen months and see who else is coming. Look, Carry on. This will possibly probably be the first year where you could, where he won't have something to hang on to in terms of saying that he has delivered success because. The titles, oh, FA well, Cups, okay. top four finishes have always been something to hang on to. And, and barring European success, which Alan will tell us is a six to one shot or something like that, it, this is looking like there won't be something to I think to those have. odds look wrong. I think the first time we come up against an organised, decent team and he doesn't pick what's our first 11, which he should do from now on, I guess. But even it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. Though he's still going. I mean, what on the are like 27 points off the. Oh, we're, we're favourites. So, yeah, we're favourites yeah, to go through. Yeah, that's we're two to fallen through. giants, isn't it? Mm. Two fallen. We're favourites to go yeah. through, but yeah. I can see that. I mean, you know, we haven't even talked about the Ostersons game, but that performance on Thursday was worse than the final, and it's almost. I mean, it's almost like yesterday was an improvement on that, but obviously in totally different circumstances. So obviously, it's going to completely mm. override that. But Ostersons was a worse performance by a long, oh, long, sure. long, long well, way. What you're saying now, you're saying just so because we won't have anything, he won't have anything to cling to at all. You're saying he you think he's going to go at the end of the season. No, I don't. I, oh. I can't imagine. Do you think he should. I don't think it will be a situation you think where he should. Come on, just admit I, you don't have to stick I'm to comfort- just for the sheer sake of it. No one I'm does ra- anymore. <laughs> I'm very aware of it. I'm comfortable that he will stay until the end of his contract. You're comfortable with him staying, you're or you're comfortable with that he will. 
I think he will, and I would like him to. Oh, that's oh, unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Sorry. Why? Why? What are you getting out of it? What enjoyment? What pleasure Listen, are you getting Al, out of it? I will tell you as well. Our, our squad answer this season the was the sixth best squad in the Premier League, and I'm afraid we're going to come six. What pleasure are you getting out of it? I I don't enjoy the fact that we're the sixth best squad, but f- f- what do you want me to do about the fact we're the sixth best? I squad? want you to no, agree. It'd be better if you just goes. See, although although I agreed with you on the fact that that's where the price is put us. Any different manager at the start of the season being appointed would have had us in third or fourth position in those in those prices. Well, I, I so think it's him. I think our squad is better than that. Talent wise. Well, that's yeah. exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it was absolutely. to do with the manager yeah. that we were six. Josh. I don't, I, I, it was. It was. I, I know how the odds are compiled. And if the, if the manager would have changed, we'd have gone to third in the betting or no, fourth in the yeah, betting. Well, that might have been point. a weight of money in terms of like... Think the, about, the, think the, about the, that. No, 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 it doesn't work like no, that. It doesn't work like that. Our manager's talking about my negative. So the first thing I did this morning is is book a ticket to the game on Thursday. Oh, I'm... Why was you just so passionate? At least five mates who aren't going now. Yeah, I've wasted 84 But now people are... This is the position we're now in, Josh, where we're playing Manchester City. I mean, it's extraordinary, isn't it? The whole... We're playing Man City at home on Thursday, and people are saying it's going to be the lowest home attendance. Well, there's you know. a good well, it stat. Won't be. There's a good stat. It's the first game against the big six side since we went to the Emirates um, that's gone on general sale. Yeah, but it's with respect, given the situation in the league, and it's a Thursday night, and it's been sort of rearranged. It, it was always going to be, you know, Thursday the, in, night. he's going to blame the weather in a minute. <laughs> Well, what, what, I mean, of course, there's been like, in terms think, of popularity no, no, to get hold of a ticket. It's always weekends that are going to be busier, listen, and also because oh. you have people, the probably the ten percent of our ground that are foreign supporters coming in for weekend games rather than midweek games. By oh, the by, but the bigger picture is that we're now in such a state of misery that none of us can be fucking asked well, to go and going, see boys. our shitty team losing again to Man City in the freezing cold. Listen, and again, I mean, like, you're much older than me. It's been worse before. Yeah, no, right. This is a, that's a very good point. I'm glad you mentioned that. We've endured, uh, you know, those of us who remember the Terry Neal, the end of the Terry Neal, Don Howe era, you know, that idiot we had managing us very briefly from, who was the, who was the, say Bruce Rehock. Bruce Rehock, oh, yeah. I thought he was an idiot. Oh, I thought he was an idiot. I thought, I, really? I never. Finished I never, fifth. I, I know he finished fifth. Finished I know, fifth, yeah. I know. But I, still, I never, I never liked him. Seinberg um, camp. I know Simon Bokeh. That's that was his greatest achievement. Let's get him back. <laughs> What's Rioff doing now? Is he still around? The, the later George Graham years were bleak. Then the you know when it all started to go horribly wrong and we were terrible. But none months, of those the later George Graham months, months not the years. All right, months. Yes, yeah, so months. You're right. But none of those, Josh, were as bad as this because this is it's the excruciating, predictable, relentless, repetitive. Misery of it. No, none of them were like this. It's different. This is worse. This is definitely worse. Yeah, that's what makes it so extraordinarily miserable and depressing. Expectations are higher as well. Yeah, and we've got you know we've got better players. That's the thing. You know, George Graham had a terrible gang of idiots at one point. You know, in, in the last few weeks, I mean, he had some good players as well, <laughs> but he had some really mediocre. We had some very mediocre players back in those days. Now we've got most of them. If another coach came in, if fucking Allegri came in tomorrow, is anyone watching the Juventus documentary on Netflix? It's brilliant. I look at Allegri and I think, just get him now. He's so intelligent and smart. And you know what? We'll find, out, we'll find out in 15, 16 months. If you're right, and suddenly we go from being six favourites to second favourites or whatever because we get Allegri in or someone like that. Right. We'll find out. Okay, I'll try and calm down. We've got important games to predict what's going to happen. This City game on Thursday is intriguing, isn't it? I mean, for me, it's just a question of how can we limit the embarrassment? Maybe I'm being... 3-2 Arsenal. Thanks, <laughs> Andrew. 5-0 Arsenal. <laughs> Come on, Alan. I think we will. I refuse to accept that as a prediction. 
3-1 City. 2-1 City. Yeah, I think I'm going to go... Uh, I think I might go 4-1 City. Does it? I think yeah. it puts us 14 <laughs> points off the top four if we lose and 30 points off them if we... I, I, think I don't think we're going to catch them. Many. I think that's fair enough. I think, I think <laughs> you're probably right, Al. Ten wins. Probably City are going to come above us. I'm just, it'll Mathematically, be, it'll be, it'll we can win the title. To see how they react. The it will be react. interesting to see how we react. Yeah, it's just, usually, Galvan... Well, yeah. see, the thing is, the Ostersons game, I think we're putting it down to the fact, OK, we got through, so there wasn't that much of an outcry, but that was abysmal. And usually, he can at least expect the players to just raise it a little bit yeah. after it going to an absolute low. Yeah. But, but also that didn't happen yesterday. Fosterson's was a different team for the most part with circumstances. Anyway, we go we to also, Brighton. And we got the Brighton game Sunday as well, that was Sunday. I think I'm gonna go down for that. I decided it's uh, I can't go I've got the Oscars in the evening, I've got to be at Got to be at Sky for the for the Oscars. Yeah. Are you gonna what time will that be on? Are you on the, oh, are midnight. You on the sofa? Is that I'm on the, sofa on the sofa at midnight, yeah. Midnight. Yeah. 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 Does that mean you're going to be very tired for next Monday's podcast? Yes. Yes. Right. Extremely. Bear, extremely bear that in mind now. Down, yeah. uh, what do you think, Brighton away? You should go first on this one, boy. Oh, thanks. We've only won three away from home all season, yeah, so I'll go, be cautious. I'm going to go back, revert to my re- recent tradition of two all. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't got me anywhere. Andrew? Andrew. Uh, right, 2-1 Arsenal. They were decent on Saturday, weren't they? For, for once. Um, they've not been that great all season. I think we'll sneak a win 2-1. I think one will. I think we'll take a point. It is going to be a strange end to the season because it, it, we're going to have these eight, nine league games where it, it is kind of probably you, you know we've got that gap to seventh, probably gap to fifth. Thank you. Still think it's finished top four. Just hopefully, we'll, you know, it's all in on you know getting through against AC Milan and, and seeing what happens in Europe. We'll go out. We'll go out. It's the first decent team as, as Alan says we'll play. Anyway, apologies for shouting in a high pitched way. Thankfully, Andrew. Dickens was here, the voice of reason, and Alan, the voice of uh, no reason, no, oh, steady, the, the voice, voice of, of insight, I think, insight, <clears throat> and Josh, thank you very much. As ever, we'll be back next week. Thanks, bye. This is a playback media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.